1: Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Wednesday, November 8th, we'll be taking a first look at the NFL week 10 slate for DraftKings and FanDuel, as well as talk maybe a little bit about NBA props and pick them today. We've got a huge NBA slate today, so obviously don't make your lineups at 11 o'clock in the morning because anything on the injury report is pure fiction, it doesn't matter. So just make your lineup five minutes before lock because everything's gonna change. Uh hit that thumbs up button on your way in the door. You know how much I like the thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Joined the preview all the way from cold Canada. It actually got warm, TJ, here. It's actually been, been like it's like gonna be like 70 degrees here in Louisville. That's like the, 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 that's like a volcano where you're, you're from. If it was 70 degrees does it, up in Saskatchewan, does it ever get to 70 degrees?
2: Oh, come on. Yeah. it gets to like, it gets to up to like a hundred in the summer.
1: Really? All the way up there. I oh, yeah. like the North pole or something like Santa Claus. No, Santa no, Claus.
2: not that far from the North pole. I'm like, I'm like a, like a six hour drive to North Dakota.
1: Oh, okay. So that matters of course, of course. A six-hour drive from North Dakota, because we all know how great the weather always is in North Dakota.
2: In, yeah, sunny sun sunshining beaches in North
1: Dakota. Uh okay, so uh we got NFL today. Uh I hope everyone had fun playing NHL yesterday because there wasn't NBA, so a lot of there were some new people in our Discord, our NHL Discord, which I think is I think is great. I'm in a lot of Discords. Our NHL Discord, rotogrinders.com slash Discord, top notch, top class. We got Tim in there. We got uh Dane in there, we got Taylor in there. Like if there are line changes, if there's you know warm-ups or like they they're on t- the news, that's like the news central. So and especially if you and if you're new to NHL, uh, you may not even know what any of that means. And uh, they'll answer your questions. And I I did uh I did pretty well. Yesterday, I was leading the uh, TJ. I was leading the large field GPP halfway through the slate for 50 K. And then uh then Colorado happened and, and Winnipeg happened and my Rangers lightning lineup kind of came down, but I did, I did hand build. I built, I had 30 lineups and then I decided like 6:15. I'm just going to hand build a lineup because I'm playing a lot of lightning. I'm playing a lot of Rangers. Let me build this. And then I was going to throw it in the 444. And the 444, uh, it 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 sold out already. So it's just like, okay, now what do I do? So I just found all the single entry stuff and some uh, like uh, the the live final qualifiers, like you know satellite qualifiers. And I just like uh, like eleven contests across the board, 155 dollars in, like 3,200 dollars out on the on the hand built lineup. And remember, DJ, I'm still at the phase where I need to Google the players to know what. teams <laughs> <are>. <laughs>
2: That's pretty impressive. I uh, I wanted to play last night too, and then I just kind of got busy, never got to it. And I was going to stack Winnipeg. That was my plan was Winnipeg line one. So I kind of regret not playing now. But uh, I saw that win on Twitter. Congrats! That's still a bit. That's still a pretty good night. Um, and for, yeah, for, for, our, for our my NHL,
1: NHL slate, TJ. That's for my exactly. Yeah. I've only
2: played these. The NHL our NHL slide. guys are awesome. Our NHL guys
1: are truly fantastic. And especially for the props, definitely uh, join. Get Roto-Grinders premium subscription. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. Join the Discord. You get our you get our and statistical projections for NHL. And you can use that for prop, bet betting, and the uh, pick them stuff. Uh, but, TJ, we got week 10. I, I'm trying to avoid talking about NFL. It looks like a slightly better week. It's only a 10-game slate. Because we got Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, Eagles on buys. Of course, we get like three of the best teams in the NFL on a buy. Uh, we got the Colts, Pan- Patriots playing early on Sunday. Panthers, Bears on Thursday. Broncos, Bills on Monday. Jets, Raiders. Uh, ugh, Sunday, Sunday night football. Wait for that showdown. Uh, but we have we have uh, the Texans-Bengals game has a 47 and a half total. The Lions-Chargers game has a 48 and a half total. Uh, I mean, those are the high totals now in the NFL. It used to be that we'd see like three te- three games that would have over 50. And these would be like kind of like the middling games. Uh, looking ahead, I mean, you have to think with C.J. Stroud putting up the game he did last game. And people love playing the Bengals passing game, right? Burrow, Chase, Higgins. Higgins did well. The Lions Chargers the pricing you know people don't like paying very heavily for keenan allen even though you know palmer's out now after after mike williams is out eckler's pretty expensive we're gonna get probably david montgomery back for the lions which will kind of cut into jameer gibbs and amon St. brown is pretty expensive do you do you think as of now obviously it's wednesday how much of the Texans-Bengals game is there going to be ownership in these these GPPs? Because, I mean, the pricing on both sides is, I mean, is doable. Yeah, probably pretty
2: high because, like, Joe Burrow, I think, is the clear cash game slash single-entry optimal style QB this week. He's just still underpriced from his injury. Um, And, I mean, even if, like, Yeah, maybe the offensive production might bump down a little bit of Jamar Chase's out. But to me, all that does is cheapen the stack and make it clear to who I want to stack up. Give me Higgins, give me Tyler Boyd, and give me either Herb Smith or Trenton Irwin, somebody like that. Um, And so I think Burrow being only 6,800 on DraftKings, that's, like, I think, going to be the first place people go to this week, as as he should be. Like, he's underpriced. Stroud, it's going to be interesting to see. If he's going to be highly owned, I'm definitely going to be underweight because that Cincinnati pass defense has been fantastic. They've been pressuring the quarterback. Their corners have been locking guys up. And so if Stroud's going to be highly owned, I'm definitely going to try and be underweight. But Burrow will likely be like my sort of cash style quarterback this week. I think uh, I think he's going to be pretty
1: chalky. How about Mixon? Because Mixon's 6,200. People don't like playing this dude. Like I, I, it's hard to say right now on Wednesday if I mean I think Burrow will be the highest owned quarterback. But at the running back position, it's not like I mean if I take a look across the board at the running back position, obviously you have Christian McCaffrey at ninety two hundred at Jacksonville. It could be hard to fit that in, right? Especially if you're playing something like a Burrow Chase type of lineup. Uh, I think Rashad White is obviously in play at fifty eight hundred. Uh, you always have Camaro there at 8,300, right? Against Minnesota in the dome. I mean, Bijan is just a Ponzi scheme at 6K. So good luck playing. Good luck playing the third string running back for the Falcons. Uh, I don't know. I take I take a look, and with the Bengals team total at 27, twenty a little over 27. It's quite possible that you're not going to get leverage. Like if you go, oh yeah, people are gonna be playing Burrow Stacks with Tank Dell as the run back or some something like that. I'll play Joe Mixon. And then Joe Mixon comes in at 28% on also. Like, do you th- do you do you think I mean i lo- I mean I, I play Mixon, I play these trashy guys more than the volume, the inefficient volume guys. I play them when they're low owned, but when they're high owned. I'm looking, you know, like when it, I, I take a look at my cash lineup that I built dummy wise for this slate, and I'm like mix in Rashad White. It's like, yeah, the volume may be good for cash, but if these guys are going to be higher owned also, maybe, maybe I look at some, some other running backs and I, I take a look, I take a look at this list. And is there anyone other than Christian McCaffrey, who obviously you have to pay for? Is there anyone that you're excited to click on?
2: Tony Pollard, I think, would maybe be oh, the really? only well, one.
1: Oh, really? Exci- well, well, hold on. You're excited to click? He's, the he's. I think, the quintessential one of, are you really excited to click on Tony Pollard at 7,300? Being that, you know, we've been playing him, especially on FanDuel, and uh, the Cowboys have scored a ton of points, and Pollard does not
2: yeah, but that those games weren't against the Giants. Going uh, the Giants and Tommy DeVito, and that's going to be a forty-point game, probably. That's why I like it. Is just because the Cowboys have had to have a lot of passing situations in the red zone, and this game they're probably going to be up three, four touchdowns, I think. And so, um, Tony Pollard, I am moderately excited to play, but running back's a pretty weak position this week, and so that's why I don't hate the idea of just somebody cheap like Rashad White, um, Aaron Jones is somebody I think I'm very excited to play for tournaments. But it's it's like you said, there's nobody, there's nobody that stands out that it's like, this is my lock button running back this week. I love him like nothing like that, anything close to that. And so I kind of hope somebody like Joe Mixon is going to be chalky so that I can fade him. But uh, Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard are probably like my favorite early tournament running backs.
1: Right. I'm looking at some of the names here. One guy I may take a shot on because he's, he fits that mold of guy that isn't very good, very inefficient, but cam Akers is going to be out. I mean, cam Ooh, Akers is out of that backfield. I know Minnesota has an only a 19 implied team total. They're playing in the dome at home. Uh, Josh Dobbs looked pretty good for, for the, for the Vikings. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Madison at 55, it's quite possible. He could get 80% of the snaps here, whether or not he actually gets there in that work. But I mean, he'll catch passes out of the backfield. I mean, if I'm looking cheap, I I'm with you. I think on this slate, like I'm much more likely to pay down than pay up. Like I don't see myself building McCaffrey Camaro lineups. And then I'm also in that game with the saints Vikings. Like Kamara has a nice floor and he has a night and he has a, theoretically high ceiling, but paying 8,300, like you, you think you're safe and then you're, then you wonder why Jamal Williams is out there and then they get to the eight yard line and then Taysom Hill is out there and you almost want to play Kamara when the saints are going to be more likely to be behind than ahead, even though they, obviously they give them plenty of touches. No, they'll he'll he'll rush the ball fifteen sixteen times, but his, I mean his pass catching role is much more for Carr. That's the pass. Yeah. Carr looks at Olave for half a second, says nope, he's not open enough, and then he throws it four yards to Kamara. Like that's what I'm looking for, and maybe this isn't the game for that. But I think yeah. I think people will still. I mean, people have been clicking on Kamara that you know for several weeks, but eighty three hundred. I feel like I look at the wide receiver position and I I'd much more rather have, you know, uh, Chase and Lamb and Amon Ra and I'd rather have the high end. Even Keenan, truthfully, even Keenan Allen at 8,800, I feel like I think will be lower owned at that price. But like Kamara is like, if he's not going to get these touchdowns, if he's not even going to get he's not even getting the opportunity to get these touchdowns. Like, I feel like Kamara's 16 point PPR game is fadable at 8,300.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I think that's a very great point. And I would like, I'd rather play Madison in that game, even though I typically don't like playing uh, too many players up up against that Saints defense just because they've given up over 20 points like three times in the last two years or something stupid like that. Um, But having said that, Camara, I do think, is just getting a bit too expensive for how much healthier that offense is getting with Jamal Williams back. Kendry Miller did get hurt last game, and so he's probably going to be out. And so that'll stop taking away some of those touches that Miller was doing. I do think with Camara only getting 44% of the snaps last week, that was a bit of a case of he had been getting almost workhorse type numbers the previous few weeks. And now they got Miller back and now they got Williams back. And so they figured let's give him a little bit of a rest this week. I think that'll bounce back up. I don't think that's going to be a trend. I think that was just a one week thing to give him a little bit of a little bit of uh, not rest isn't the right word because he played, but you know what I mean? Um, And so I agree. I think I'll probably be underweight there. I'm really trying to, I think I'm really, the more I look at this, the more I'm liking Alexander Madison and Aaron Jones um, Obviously, I mentioned Pollard before, but saving the salary with Jones, saving the salary with Madison, and Kenneth Walker against Washington is another guy that I think they're going to be interested in as well.
1: I have two more guys Travis Etienne, 7,100 for Jacksonville. They're playing at home. They're going to be a three point dog at home. I think people are under the impression that the 49ers defense is like top class. Now, they're not a bad defense, but. They're obviously a better team than Jacksonville, but Etienne's role, I mean, they're really not using Big Bigsby anymore. I mean, kind of, I mean, Etienne could touch the ball 25 plus times in this game. We have Etienne at 7,100. And then the last time that Tommy DeVito played the bulk of the game when Tyrod went down, Saquon Barkley touched the ball 36 times because they probably don't want to let. DeVito passed the ball much, Uh, especially against the Cowboys defense. 7,700 for what could potentially be 40 touches. How many points does he score? Who the hell knows? But I mean, it's quite possible on this slate that Barkley has 10 more touches than any other running back on the entire slate, including Christian McCaffrey. Even though they're, they're dogs would you be interested in a in a Barkley that could possibly score like 20 points without a touchdown and then just you hope that the Giants ever get into the red zone
2: <laughs> i think i would have some interest because he could have that alvin kamara type game where he could have 11 12 targets in this one if the cowboys end up like what you expect the Giants to do here is early in the game, try and run the ball as much as possible, slow down their possessions and try and not let Dallas have the ball. If that goes wrong and Dallas scores a couple times early, it's probably going to be check down city for Saquon Barkley, because obviously we know they're not letting DeVito throw it deep. Um, And so I feel like we're either looking at tons and tons of carries for Barkley as they try and slow that game down and grind it out. Or if Dallas gets up early, we're going to see a lot of check downs there. So I don't mind that call one bit. As it stands right now, for like my 150 builds. I have six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've narrowed my running back pool down to eleven players so far. I might shrink it even more, but I've narrowed my running back pool down to eleven players. Um and I like the Travis Etienne call quite a bit. He's just still too cheap on DraftKings for what his role is. He should be more expensive. He's been absolutely lights out just because they're feeding him the ball.
1: At the wide receiver position, uh I I have some of the scariest words to tell you. Uh, the the three scariest words in NFL DFS. Deontay Johnson chalk. Uh, I can see myself playing a 5400 Deontay Johnson in my DraftKings cash lineup, but like if I go to like DraftKings sportsbook, if I go to like FanDuel sportsbook, I I there probably is a bet that like. Minus one eighty, Deontay Johnson is in the metal total tent at some point in this game because, <laughs> right? It's like Deontay Johnson is yeah. He could eleven catches for sixty yards. He could do something like you know he's getting these easier targets uh, for the Steelers, and they're in a they're 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 favored. The Steelers are favored at home in this game. They have a twenty point seven five implied team total. Uh I feel as if. Deontay Johnson has a great shot at 15 points for 5,400. But I also feel like in GPP that I'm really not worried about him beating me. Like, unless he scores twice or something. Like, do you really see Deontay Johnson with the Steelers offense? Putting up a the same type of line as like, you have Tank Dell. And I think Tank Dell is going to be popular. But, like, Tank Dell could put up 30 points. Deontay Johnson needs, like, Uber. He needs to catch all the balls that get thrown to him, and the balls that get thrown to him actually have to be catchable balls. I mean, I don't want to plug in a 50. I I don't know about you. I don't want to plug in a $5,400 one-off Deontay Johnson, 24% owned dude, only for, you know, the beginning of the second quarter, we see the, the 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 notification that that he's headed to the locker room.
2: Play him in cash. Get put put a on a, on a pick'em site. Put a uh, more than it, whatever his target number is on your sports betting sites. Bet the over on whatever his targets is, and then fade him in GPPs. I think is a great way to go about it. He'll probably be decently chalky. I hope not that much. My favorite guy on the whole slate is DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I wanna, I'm want to. i going to be overweight on Will Levis at the quarterback position, who, because he's not projecting well, I don't think many people are going to play. Um, but it's a Tampa Bay defense, is a pass funnel, unlike anybody other than Philly, who's not even on the slate. Um, and so I want to load up on DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to be my highest-owned receiver. I'm also
1: interested in this Seattle Washington game, like basically the Washington offense is the chief's offense. Other than the fact that that the commanders, right? So like it's, it's, I'm not saying it's a good offense. I'm just saying that it's run as of that. So if we take a look at that game, uh, Washington, Seattle in the late set, Seattle has a 25. I mean, they have a pretty healthy team total. I mean, Lock at sixty one hundred. JSN is forty one hundred. Metcalf is sixty eight hundred. I mean, you could always get a cheap tight end with Noah Fant, and then on the Washington side, I mean, they're throwing the ball forty plus times a game, no matter what, right? Seattle. The problem with Seattle is that when they go up, they tend to slow it down, right? But if Washington goes up, I mean, this, I mean, if I would be shocked if this was a shootout. And playing Geno snap like playing Geno Stacks plus McLaurin, and we're playing Howell Stacks plus Lockett or Metcalf. I don't know. It feel it feels like this game could shoot out as as much as the Texans Bengals game, but just will come in like half his owned. Or do you think that this game may still also be pot? Like the, I mean, if you take a look at the team totals, like this will also be a popular. I- I feel as if the Lions, the Lions Chargers games is kind of the odd man out on the team totaled side, only because the players are not like competitively priced in the same way as in these other games. I don't know what your thoughts on the Seahawks commanders game versus the Lions Chargers game in the late set.
2: It's a lot is going to depend on ownership once we get it. But without kind of looking at that early on, without the ability, without the ability to compare those things i do love this seattle team seattle tennessee and cincinnati were kind of the three teams that i circled as i would like to do game stacks ownership dependent on those ones um so this seattle team i really like i think we could end up seeing a case where dk or tyler lockett ends up getting pretty highly owned this week and then geno smith kind of falls under the radar because people look at his game log and they don't really want to go to him because he hasn't put up a good game in this season really um and so seattle is a team i like the idea of going with Lockett, going with metcalf and Geno smith running it back with one of the guys here um but on their own metcalf or Lockett, i do feel like one of them is very likely to have a huge game against this commander's team
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed
1: At the defense position, it may be one of the few times that I've ever seen this. Where the highest-priced defense on DraftKings is the best is one of the best values on the entire slate. The Cowboys' defense is forty-four hundred. The New York Giants currently have an implied team total of eleven. Have you, I don't think I, I, I've been playing NFL DFS for a long time. I mean, six years
2: that might, that's the lowest I can recall for sure.
1: 11, 11 as an implied team total, obviously from a points allowed perspective. Yeah. The Cowboys probably won't give up many points. How often is Tommy DeVito throwing the ball though? Like, do you do you expect this game to go? Like, we we talked about Barkley before. We talked about Pollard before. Do you expect this game? Like, if this game is anywhere close, so I'm talking about within two scores. It's still possible that the Giants only throw the ball in like eight times, and defenses really make their money points wise in, in fantasy on dropbacks more than you know trying to get fumbles on rushes and stuff like that. If the Cowboys go up 21, nothing early, then the giants are almost going to have to throw the ball. And then, then the firework. then it's then Cowboys, we get that 32 point defense, but 4,400 is a lot to pay for. I mean, typically we're paying down at defense because defense scoring is so high variance. How much of a priority is, Having the high, I mean, their the defense projection for the Cowboys is five is five points higher than the next highest defense currently. And as we've seen, if you're not gonna play like if you're not playing McCaffrey, if you're not playing Chase, if you're not playing Lamb, if you're not playing like any 8K plus receiver or or McCaffrey, like You can fit fit him. It's not like it's, it's, this is not like one of these like tight slates where we got Tyreek and we got Justin Jefferson, a healthy Justin Jefferson, and we got all these high priced guys that are AJ Brown and all these guys. Like, we don't really have as many of those guys that if you told me that you wanted to play the Cowboys defense at 4,400, I mean, they're probably going to be the highest scoring defense. But my concern is that if the game is, it's the Cowboys. These, the Cowboys this year have played games with insanely outlier like game flows and game scripts and everything my only concern is that the like if the giants if you tell me the giants are going to throw the ball less than 10 times i'll just x out the cowboys cuz like if they give up 3 points and have like two sacks like well that's that's not worth 4400
2: yeah, that's exactly it. And so it's it, it's really gonna depend on ownership for me, because if the Cowboys are, you know, this turns out to be the cash team, we can pay up for them. They're gonna be twenty-five percent owned. I will just play them in cash and X them out in tournaments. Um, but it's gonna be because they are so much so expensive, I, I it might be tough for people to get there, but it's like you mentioned, it's not like there are any huge spend ups that are major priorities in this spot. Um I feel like they're a pretty pretty safe bet for at bare minimum like eight points because the giants aren't going to score that many points in this game but i, I i've never prioritized the 4400 defense and so i'm going to have a tough time doing it in this spot like i think my favorite defense on the slate is probably going to be the cardinals against atlanta at 2500.
1: that's that's gonna i i expect them to be the chalk that's yeah. gonna be the chalk cheap defense that you're probably playing in DraftKings cash as of now. Anything else, TJ, on the slate that that you're taking a first look at that, uh, you know, maybe monitoring from now through, uh, through the end of the week?
2: Doesn't seem like we have a ton of injury stuff to worry about. What I do find on this slate is it feels like a really good, like, three-entry max slate. That's what this one feels to me. That I, I feel like there's about four or five spots that I like. I'm going to pick the three that I like the best and really try and hone in on three specific stacks so at the time at the ones i'm feeling right now are cincinnati tennessee as my sneakier one and then seattle as my other one um it's going to be ownership dependent i'll adjust on that and so it's say nobody's playing the chargers in detroit game and everybody's loading up on that uh cincinnati and houston one then i'll then i'll make a pivot but that's the biggest thing I'm sitting on right now is I'm more interested in ownership this week than I have. Like, obviously it's always important, but this week, more than any, that more than recent ones, I find that I'm going to want to hone in on it more because it just seems like a smaller slate than 10 games. It feels like it's a six game slate. And so if one or two of these spots are going, have Leon, but the other two aren't, I'm just going to really try and double down on the ones that aren't, because it really feels like there's about four or five games that I want to play. And that's it.
1: No, I was, I was going to agree with you. That's exactly what I was just going to say. It feels like there are certain games where it's like, maybe I'll have a one-off piece of a game, you know, maybe yeah. I'll have Amari Cooper. Maybe I'll have a, uh, i will have I take a look at some of these games that I go, maybe I'll have uh maybe I'll play Marquis Brown or something, you know, maybe I'll like, so yeah, yeah. A lot of these games are, yeah, right. <laughs> like you look at it and you go, "Do I really want to take four guys from this game?" Probably not. And then it, what it ends up happening is that you're focused on three or four games, but also everyone else is focused on like those three or four games. Yeah. And it's gonna matter. That's why I like I said about the Lions Chargers game. It's like I think that ends up being the odd game out, just due to price the pricing of the game where, well, how do you play Amon Rod and Keenan Allen together? Right. How do, do people want to play Quentin Johnston again? Right. Is, is people going to pay up for Laporta? It's like the Eckler is an expensive running back and people are much more likely to just either pay down or go up to McCaffrey. So I just get the sense that like Herbert and like gop like, this seems like, like a golf spot. Like I want to play a golf stack. As of now, only because I think even this, I think Gino will be higher owned than him, possibly. I think Sam Howell could be higher owned than him. And it's like Goff against the Chargers? Okay. I mean, it's not like the Chargers defense is good. I mean, we saw them against the Jets. That wasn't because the Chargers defense was good. It's because the Jets are horrible. And Zach Wilson is, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, we'll have Sim Labs up, by the way, for tomorrow's uh, Thursday uh, showdown slate as well. As for this main slate, if you want to try out Sim Labs for free, I believe it's still free. I believe we're we 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 have left it free, free for another week. Don't quote me on it. Maybe it's not. Uh but go check that out. Rhodograngers.com slash Sim Labs. And soon it'll be for premium members only. So click on that link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. Uh NBA tonight, DJ. We got like every I think everyone's playing.
2: Everybody, talking but about the the teams. I'm talking about,
1: like all the teams. Everybody but like two everybody.
2: teams, we got a 14 game slate.
1: But you're on Grinders Live, right? L- yep. Lately yep. Yeah. Good luck with good luck with a 14 game slate and an injury report. Do you ever look at the injury report and go, Well, this is like the greatest fiction I've ever liked? Why why even bother looking like it 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 used to be that we didn't even get an injury report. We just got designations and whatever. And then we have the official injury report, and there's an injury. They updated at this time. They updated at that time. They updated at this time. you look at it at five thirty and you're like, okay, It was updated at five thirty. Then an hour later, eighteen different things that weren't even on the injury report happened. And you wonder, like, what is this charade? this is this is insane because even for prop betting chaos e j, it's i I'm having issues with. <laughs> But it's like, okay, there's nothing, there's no one on the injury report that's questionable or doubtful for this game. And then I bet on props at two o'clock in the afternoon. And then at like, at six o'clock, it's like, yeah, these two guys are resting. It's like, what? what? You weren't even on the injury, you weren't even on the 5.30 injury report. What the hell is going on here? And now all, now I'm just looking at going, well, I hope I get lucky because I have the wrong way on what, I have a prop on a guy that's going to be out. And then I have an under on a guy that's going to benefit. And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I hitting myself in the face with this stuff? So for for, for props and pick them, uh, do you have an article coming out today for NBA stuff?
2: Not on uh, Wednesdays. No, Wednesdays and Fridays are my two days without uh, too many articles. So on Thursday tomorrow, I'll have an NFL props uh, or NFL pick article for prize picks. I'll have an NBA pick article for prize picks. Um, let's see, what else do I got on Thursday? Thursday is yeah. The two prize picks for NBA and NFL, as well as the expert survey for Thursday night football. And then Friday, more NBA prize picks and NBA DFS, uh, stuff, um, coming on the weekend as well. So nothing on a Wednesday, but a whole lot coming Thursday through Sunday.
1: And you could subscribe to Roto Grinders premium or just our props and pick them package. You'll get our Pick'em tool. You'll get our prop model. So you could use our statistical projections for NBA. I mean, I could bring them up here, player projections. So even if you don't want to use our little tools, you could just download. I take the CSV from here, right? Here's our premium projections. It has a timestamp and everything. I could download this. I could import that into Excel, into anything I want, compare it to the lines on the books. But if you want to make it a little easier, the top 20, we do that for you. So you can see here our current prop model. Always check the timestamp and everything like that. It'll show you on DraftKings, Fandle, all the legal books. Based on our statistical projections at the moment, as well as on prize picks and Underdog. So you see here that you go to prize picks NBA, right? This is the last updated at 9-11 in the morning, right? So you wait for, for, for a projection update, right? And then you can go to town. Look, NHL, NBA, underdog NBA, NFL, Right? All the stuff you get that with our roto grinders statistical projections here. I mean it's the same stuff at scores and odds. If you remember it uh for premium at scoresandods.com, it's it's the, it's the same projections. So do you see anything? I know you you're not doing an article today. Do you see anything on the board currently for for NBA as far as props and pick them? So that Malcolm Brogdon one is looking very
2: interesting uh, right off the bat. But the one place I want to look first and foremost is the Washington and Charlotte game, because these are two teams that are just so horrific defensively and are both playing at a wildly fast pace in in this one. And so I want to look at most of the more thans on uh, players in that game because from what I looked at early in the day, the lines were a little bit too low. So guys like Daniel Gafford, guys like Kyle Kuzma, big men on uh, the Washington team are, were places that I wanted to look very early. Um, and then uh, I do love that Malcolm Brogdon one right at the top with all the injuries that they have as well. I'm just trying to pull up the um, fantasy the the fantasy pick them tool for prize picks on my laptop here as well so I can – scroll in a little bit but that washington and charlotte game for all types of dfs is going to be my main target today but including on prize picks it's not just going to be a DraftKings and fan duel thing for me um mark williams uh i like his more than fantasy points in this spot um
1: yeah it seems like on the prop model there's a lot of charlotte there's a lot of charlotte yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of Charlotte, Washington, a lot of Portland, right? As of right now, obviously. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. And a lot of Indiana in there too, because they've been playing stupid fast. Like there's a couple of these teams this year. Indiana, Charlotte, Washington, and interestingly enough, Utah is one of them too. Right at the um uh right at this these seven o'clock games, right at the start facing Indiana today that have played at just blistering paces and without any defense whatsoever and so there's been some really strong game environments that i feel like a lot of the pick-em lines and a lot of the prop sites they haven't adjusted quick enough to uh the type of pace these games are playing at like indiana's putting up like 130 plus points a game right now
1: zion williamson was just rolled out for today well it starts tj it starts let's get
2: it some let's get it some Jonas valanchunas props right now uh, and pickums let's get us some Jonas valanchunas what can we find i'm gonna go to prize fix quickly see if there's anything on there with jv because he absolutely smashed in his last spot uh without without zion and let's see who new orleans plays because with jonas valanchunas you want to make sure that they have a big that actually sits underneath the hoop because otherwise uh, a fast team will just pull him right out of the game. So New Orleans is playing against Timberwolves. They got Gobert. Oh my goodness! It's Jonas Valanciunas day, and of course Prize Picks was quick to it and they have yeah, already had I, 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 every gonna, that's, Jonas
1: Valanciunas. That's gonna be down within thirty side. seconds. Don't even bother. Yeah. I'm 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 here smiling at you, going, "What are you doing?" What are you doing? They know what they're doing. It's going to be gone. I was
2: within 30 seconds. I thought I could have gone.
1: You also have to realize, TJ, that if you get them within 30 seconds, they know that you did it and they know what type of person you are. And next thing you know, you're down to like the $6 and 62 cent pickums on prize picks. So I don't even bother with that type of stuff. All I do is I look and I sigh and I go, good thing. I didn't bet any Pelican stuff before that happened. Right? Like, like, yeah, like. (laughs) I just look at that and I go, yeah, the personal re- he's out for personal reasons. Personal. Ruled out Wednesday. This we'll after, I, I'm going to see something like this 10 times today. So, like, I, I sit an here in the afternoon yeah. wondering when, when should I be betting on props. I have no idea. Should I just bet a minute before the game at this point? I don't know what the hell's going to happen.
2: Talk about a wildly interesting NBA slate, though, because you have these 7 p.m. games with Utah, Indiana, Washington, Charlotte, huge totals, close spreads between bad teams with fast paces that don't want to play defense. And then you have a situation like New Orleans, who they're going to have some crazy value without C.J. McConnell and without Zion Williamson, but they're facing Minnesota, who's been one of the very best defenses in the league so far. So total contrast in the spots in this game where you have teams that are pretty healthy, but they're playing fast without any defense. Then you have another team, a lot of minutes opening up a lot of usage opening up, but it's going to be in a slower paced game with some really strong defense.
1: And you'll talk a lot about that more later today on grinders live 5 PM Eastern. And that's followed by crunch time leading up until lock. So if you want to play NBA DFS on this 14 game slate, Obviously, we have all the premium content here. We'll have uh, all, all the, the core plays and C- CBR consensus value rankings, the expert survey, all the projections and updated ownership. So click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month of combo premium. And TJ, you'll be on at uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern to talk about all the things that happened between now and then, five hours and 20 minutes from now that if we talked about now would just, you just like just crumple it up and you throw it, you throw it in the garbage. Right. Right. When people ask about why don't you do cover the NBA slates at 11 o'clock in the morning, it's like, do you, do you play NBA DFS? Like, like who's listening to this? I ha- like dude, two hours from now, anything we say is just like, mm, throw, out the, throw, throw it, throw it out. Right. But, but you'll be on at five, 5. PM hit that notification bell to always know when we go live, TJ, what other stuff do you have coming up this uh, weekend for NFL?
2: Yeah, it'll be me, Kirk Dees, and Dean uh, on uh, Grinders Live today, followed by uh, Roth, Meansy, and Keys for Crunch Time. And then for NFL, I'll be uh, having the NFL Prize Picks article tomorrow, NBA Prize Picks article tomorrow, NFL Expert Survey tomorrow. I'll also be on the NBA Crunch Time with Roth and Kyle Murray tomorrow. Um, Friday, more Grinders Live with Dean Saturday, I have NBA and NFL, NBA articles for DraftKings FanDuel and prize picks. I'm on Crunch Time with Tim and Taylor on Saturday. And then Sunday for NFL, more prize picks for uh, Sunday Night Football. I'll be on Crunch Time for the main slate with Britt and Dre. I'll be on pre-lock with Will uh, for the night slate after. It just uh, it doesn't end. There are, I think, two days in all of November, maybe three days in all of November, I won't be on a show. Uh, and so busy, uh, busy, busy month in November.
1: Right. Well, I mean, you got to work a lot the next nine months. Exactly. You gotta, comes, all your money's gone. It just goes.
2: All, oh, and all my money I already is it's gone. gone. It's
1: gone. gone. Why are diapers so expensive?
2: So <laughs> I here's foolish. Here, here I am thinking that. You know, if you throw a really big down payment on a house, even if it is with DFS winnings that they that they know can't uh, be relied on long term, that you get real great deal on mortgages, right? Because you're throwing a big old down payment on it. And so we get this house, big old down payment, all with the DFS winnings. Our mortgage went up five hundred dollars a month this year. Five hundred dollars a month. How did it and go up? So, Do you have a
1: variable rate? Why did that go up?
2: I don't. I don't. I don't. How things go interest, taxes, I don't know. Stuff stupid. But uh anyways, life's expensive. I gotta I gotta keep making sure I win on DFS just co- so I can not even build a bankroll, but just withdraw enough money from uh the accounts every month to pay the bills.
1: Uh yeah, life life's expensive. That's why I don't I don't create any more of it, right? Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: I only want two months, mal- I have two and a half mouths to feed me, my wife, and my dog, and that's like a half a mall. Right, the dog eats better than us. The dog, the dog has health insurance. What the hell? that? why are we? Look at these
2: guys just munching on a beef stick right now. He's eating well,
1: right? And the beef sticks Uh. are expensive, also. Yeah, I get them at Costco though. That's the best place to get a beef stick. Okay, so hit that like button if you like TJ's dogs. If you if you to, to support the sport, it doesn't get him any extra towards his mortgage. But hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. I'll be back uh, tomorrow with uh, Bobby Gomes. We'll be talking NBA. We'll be talking NHL. We'll be talking whatever the hell's going on. That's what I do here on weekdays at 11 o'clock in the morning. Talking about all things you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy. Props and pick them. On Roto Grinders today.